Hello, 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 and welcome to Inconvenience Yourself, the show all about self-sacrifice, suffering, and choosing the harder way. We must remember that the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who find it are many. But the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Help us to find the narrow gate, Lord. I'm your host, Sean. This is our first episode. Uh, I'm very excited for this journey that we're going to take. Um, For our first episode, I'd like to speak on the topic of automobiles, transportation, and all things pertaining to it. Uh, But let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes, um, inconvenience yourself, always. Um, that's, that's, that's a motto that often goes through my head. Uh, how do we inconvenience ourselves? How do we choose the harder way? How do we choose others? How do we choose God at every moment? Uh, I don't know how, really. But I'm going to discover some new ways through this show. Hopefully you discover some new ways as well. Um, We need God. We need to surrender everything to Him. We need to choose Him and His glory at every moment. So let's journey together to figure this out. Let's stop choosing ourselves. Let's stop being so selfish, self-centered, egotistical, so vain, so desirous of, of pleasure, of attention, of all these things of the world. And let's choose something beyond ourselves. Um, yeah, so today's topic is, is transportation, huh? So I'd just like to start by defining a few terms that I'm going to use, I suppose, just kind of setting the norms, the groundwork for where, where we're starting from here. So um, I guess the show at large, um, inconvenience yourself, right? That term that I use, um, yeah, it is, is speaking about how, how to choose a more difficult path, right? Often we want easy the easy way, huh? We want the easy way, the comfortable way, the pleasurable way, right? We want something that's good for us. But we need to choose the harder way. We need to choose others. We need to choose God. Uh, To inconvenience yourself means to, yes, if you're in pain, if you're suffering, there can be great joy in it, Uh, eternal joy. You know, great reward in heaven those who who are persecuted here on earth those who mourn here on earth yes so not that we're going to be persecuted by our automobiles but you know let's choose some harder things in this you know it doesn't have to be simple life shouldn't be simple you know the cross was very hard infinitely difficult only the lord could take that but um let's choose some hard things ourselves 
So yes, inconvenience yourself. That's that term. Um, the other term, well, in this episode in particular, uh, transportation. I'm talking about modes of transportation. So any any action or any any um, technology, a vehicle that gets us from one place to another, right? Transportation, transporting people and goods. Yes. So that's where we're starting from here. Yeah, inconvenience ourselves in terms of transportation. So if we look at automobiles, there's a lot of benefits. Uh, from them. Great benefits that have come to this world, certainly. I'm not going to deny the fact that there's goodness in cars. There's goodness in, in having them available to us, right? We can quickly journey long distances. You know, I can go across town in 15 minutes. That would take me a whole day to walk. You know, I can, I can carry a a large load, a long distance, right? If I'm going camping, I can load that car up with all sorts of things. If I'm going to the grocery store, I can fill that trunk with so much, you know, and, and stuff I couldn't hold in my hands. Hmm? So there's great benefits from having a car. Uh, go very fast, long distances, travel, right? People go on road trips all the time. It's good, good, good family fun, huh? And... And good to travel distances, you know, if you have family across the country, you can drive there. You can drive there, huh? You can drive out of town. You know, travel is made easily. Uh, commuting to work is made easy, yes. Mm. Other benefits of cars? Well, people have a hobby in cars, right? They take good pride in, in keeping their, their cars uh, in, in well-working order. People love to work on their vehicles. People love to collect vehicles. People love to learn about vehicles. So it's, it's an enjoyable thing, right? There's, there's good joy in, in speaking about cars and working on cars, having cars. Uh, there's great hobby in it. Mm, jobs. Jobs out the wazoo with um, cars, huh? I mean, think of all the things we need for vehicles. We need to start way at the resource mining, right? We've got to get the metals. We've got to get the plastics. We've got to get, you know, the leather seats that we need for all this vehicle. We need to get the 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 gas, right? We need to mine for the materials. We need to drill for oil. We need this stuff, right? So there's all those increases in industry in those materials. And then there's the manufacturing side of it. We need people to design cars. We need people to work in the factories. Or people design the robots that work in the factories. Right, great jobs there. We need people to test these vehicles, you know, scientists and whatnot, to, 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 well, to test drive for safety, for efficiency, all sorts of goodness there. We need people to sell these vehicles, right? We need car, car salesmen, you know, although they may be a little um, sketchy at times, right? They may be a little... Uh, uh, have some poor motivations, but but uh, we need those car salesmen, uh, and great jobs in that. We need gas attendants. We need mechanics. We need you know all sorts of people in the car industry, and then all the all the all the jobs that rely upon vehicles, bus drivers, you know, construction workers. They have cars. They have vehicles. Uh, people to commute to work. I mean, every job. Almost needs a car just to get there, you know. Pizza delivery men, you know, all sorts of things. Mail, 
mail is, is, is transported by, by, you know, a truck, a van, you know, all these things, moving house to house, oh, they're everywhere. You look out your house and you count 10 cars in a couple seconds, you know, they are everywhere. Hmm? And the last benefit I'd like to speak on, I suppose, a benefit which is a little vain, I suppose, but, but people have great, um, uh, gain great reputation maybe by having cool cars, right? They want to look cool in their, in their convertible or their sports car, whatever it may be, uh, or their big truck, you know. There's a sense of, like, uh, pride and ownership in that. Mm. Maybe it's a benefit, but maybe it's also an issue mm, because it's, it's a very vain thing. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> but but people, people enjoy it. Yeah, people find happiness in that. Yeah. So that's, that's some of the benefits. There's probably a lot more you could come up with, but, but those, that's just kind of where I want to start, right? There's goodness in this. I don't want to just say that cars are horrible and that you should, you know, you know, burn your car on the side of the road or drive it off a bridge and just get rid of it. You know, there's great things that come from cars. Mm? But there's also great problems, right? There's great issues. Horrible things that have come from cars. Accidents every day, huh? What is it, uh... Oh man, I just have this statistic. One million people. That people, is that per year? One million. People? That's not. That's not true. Um, um, <laughs> some. Any case, it's a huge number of of people in um, in car 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 related accidents, dying, dying in these car accidents. They're horrific accidents. Right. It's some um, crazy stuff, huh? Let's see here. Um, 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 oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Nationally, um, was that? Okay, 38 million people um, died in it? Yeah. 90 people per day. 90 people per day dying in car accidents. That is enough to say, whoa, we need to step back and not have this, huh? That's kind of it's kind of concerning, huh? Car accidents, and that's just deaths, let alone the injuries that come. You know, injury to self, but also injury to property. Right? You've got to then go off and you know repair that car that you just crashed, mm? or it's totaled, and you got to get a whole new car, huh? All these issues with that, right? Because they're driving at such such high speeds, you know, such high speeds, and and. It's it's run by humans, driven by humans, and humans are hmm, fallen. Humans are not perfect. Hmm? You know, they're not going to steer it always correctly. They're not going to obey the laws. They're not going to stop at every stop sign and every stoplight. There's going to be issues along the way. Hmm? Issues like traffic, huh? Traffic, my goodness. Your commute could be uh, 15 minutes if it's at 11 a.m., but if you go at 8 a.m., it's gonna take you an hour, you know? Traffic is, is quite crazy. Hmm? It can really clog up <laughs> the cities. It can really um, tear from life. I mean, you're just stuck in that car. Maybe you're listening to a, a good radio um, channel. You know, maybe you've got some nice music going or maybe you've got a nice podcast going on. Huh? Maybe maybe Inconvenience Yourself is, is on. And you're just listening to that as you drive home. Well, then that's all right, huh? <laughs> but um, or or you're praying a rosary or doing something 
of, of benefit there out on the road, but traffic really slows down life, huh? And we need to slow down, I suppose. You know, we don't need to be in high speed, but but that's that's a great um, debate, and, and it's a great um, um, struggle, I think, with people, right? We want the high speed. We want to go, 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 go. Always busy, always busy. But then we have this this traffic. Hmm? You know, and people get quite upset in there, right? In, in moments of traffic, uh, moments of, you know, where you're just stuck out on the road, just sit, say a quick prayer. You know, if you're with other people in the car, have a nice conversation with them, look them in the eyes, you know, and really connect, you know. But I think people just get frustrated, you know. They like, they think that it's their time, their time that's, that, that they have control over, right, and they need to be at work on time, or they need to make this meeting, or they got to get home, or they're just, you know, are tired. Huh? They just want to go, 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 go. So people get quite upset out on the roads during traffic. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. Um, trafficking as well, huh? Human trafficking. I don't know st statistics on this, but it's an, it's a point of of concern, huh? That human trafficking has certainly, you know, been aided. I don't know. That's a worsened maybe <laughs> by by cars. Huh? you can you can hide people in a big van, you know, and you can just go, and it's very. It's it's very um, sad to think of. It's very painful, right? All these cars out there, all, you know, traveling country to country. You know, and, and what's going on out there in this world, huh? But I suppose wagons could do the same thing. It'd just be a little slower. Um, yeah, smuggling. You know, outside of just the trafficking of people, but, you know, the smuggling of, of, of drugs paraphernalia, illegal, you know, goods, cross borders, all around the place, all, all, all around, huh? You know, if you've got, uh, you've got some bad stuff, or you've got bad people, you can smuggle, you can, you can, you know, have this getaway, getaway car. It's a getaway car, you know, you don't say a getaway wagon, you don't say a getaway bike, it's the getaway car. Uh, it has increased uh, these types of crimes. Uh, yeah. Repairs on cars are quite costly. Hmm? Mm. You get a little scuff. You know, you, you hit a curb a little too hard or something. You, you scrape the side of your house or, you know, a little pole or something. And you, you got a lot, of, a lot of fixing needed in there or, you know, a belt brakes in your engine, or carburetors shot, or spark plugs need changing, or, you know, you've got a leaky fuel line or something. you got quite a lot of repairs needing done on that engine. Hmm. The whole car, really. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose the last one, the last uh, problem I'd like to address is pollution. Hmm. As much as a catalytic converters really helped the skies, uh, there's still great issues uh, environmentally from from these vehicles. That's quite concerning for for us. You know, I mean, was it yeah during COVID when no one was driving in LA, nobody needed to commute to work anymore because they were just working from home. The skies finally cleared up. The smog was gone. You know, it's like well, that shows right there. 
that there's an issue. Now what do we do? You know, these electric cars, are they helping? Where does the electricity come? Well, they come from from plants that are that are burning natural gas. So, you know, we're still using that, that the, the gas to get the electricity. So, I don't know. Um, hmm. Everything's got, got, got some issue with it, you know. It's a fallen world. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. So how do we fight this? You know, how do we inconvenience ourselves in this? How do we work away from these issues? You know? <laughs> well, we could certainly walk, jog, and run everywhere, huh? Walking everywhere is just fine. You know, you get a little exercise in, you get some fresh air, you slow down your life, you slow down for a bit, you can think a lot more while you're walking than while you're driving, because driving, you got to focus on the road, you know, you got to focus on the signs and the other drivers and the turns and the map, you know, but while you're walking, you have a lot more availability to think, to ponder, you know, it's a good thing, walking, certainly you can't travel as far, certainly not as fast, but it's it's a simple way, simple way, walking everywhere, you know. If you don't have to carry anything, you could also just run everywhere. Hmm? <laughs> it's good for your heart, good for your, your, your muscles, your bones, your whole body. Walk and run. Try it out, you know. If you, if you really, you know, need to go to the store or something, or to church or, you know, to someone's house that is within walking distance... Don't drive. Try it out. You know? If it's a five-minute drive, walk. You know, just see how it is. A couple times here and there, and see if it, if it changes your thoughts on it. Changes like, whoa, you know, I don't actually need to drive. I don't actually need to waste that gas. I don't actually need, you know, to do that. I can get some exercise in. I can get some thinking in. I can spend a little more time. I can slow down. I can be simple, and I can walk somewhere. You know, but if you're driving 15 minutes, I understand, you know, that, that walk's going to take you, you know, a couple hours. <laughs> but, you know, try it out, huh? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how common it is, but I know that it was a practice for a long while. Hmm? The Jewish people, you know, they'd live in the neighborhood where their synagogue was. So they could all walk, they could all walk to the synagogue, you know, after the cars came in, you know. Um, the industrial age, Jews continued to walk to the synagogue. And it's a practice, too, upheld, you know, people walk to church. Mm-hmm. Live in a neighborhood where the church is close, and you can just walk there. You know, that's, that's, that's a good practice, you know. If, if you live far away from a church, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that you can't walk there, but maybe, you know, uh, move. <laughs> no, you don't have to move. Uh, maybe, um, you know, drive somewhere and then walk, you know. A half and half there, you know. Get some walking in, some driving in, some inconveniencing, you know. Do something, you know. Feel a little more, you know, like you got to put some effort into going to church, right? As much as God gives us out of grace and out of his mercy, uh, we got to give some as well to it, you know. And when you are like walking, you know, to, to a church, you feel a lot more connected to it. You're like, man... I want, you know, this, this worship of the Lord so much. I want to receive the Eucharist. I want to receive the Lord in, in, in His Word. 
I want to celebrate in communion with the church so much that I'm going to walk there. You know, I'm going to struggle through this and walk there. Uh, so it's a beautiful thing. Try it out. Uh, how about biking, though? Huh? Have a bicycle. You can bike everywhere. You know, you can go a lot faster with that. You can get a little carrier um, bag on the back of your bike, or you can have a little trailer. You can carry some stuff. Huh? If you're walking, really, you just have a backpack. But if you're biking, you could have all sorts of bags. Mm -hmm. And you can go a lot faster. You can go places beyond where you could walk. Mm -hmm. It's a great thing. Huh? That's why it's, it's the bike to work day, huh? bike to school day, whatever it is, you know. To, to encourage people to just try it out and see, you know. In the summer months, bike to work, bike to school, bike to the store. Bike, 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 you know. I'm sorry if you live in a city that it's, dif it's difficult to bike in. I'm sorry if you live in a place that everything's spread out. You know, if you're in a rural area, you know, I, I understand. You know, you've got to drive to the store. You've got to drive to other things, you know. But <clears throat> try it out. If you really can, then do it. Bikes, you know, you can get one for $100. You find a used one online, you know, $20. Someone's trying to get rid of them. Five dollars, you know. <laughs> if you want a really good bike, you know, a couple hundred, but it's a good investment. It's a great investment. You know, a bicycle. Hmm. Now there's some issues with it, certainly. As there's issues with everything. Biking to work. Um, <laughs> I know this from biking to school, and I know this from hearing my father's stories of you bike to work and you're a little sweaty, you know. You can't bike too hard that you sweat too much. You can't bike too slow that you're going to be late to work. So it's this middle ground, you know. And if you do get sweaty, you know, maybe you're prone to perspiration. Well, you know, maybe bring a change of clothes. You can change in the bathroom. You know, splash a little water, you know, on your armpits in the bathroom. Bring a little deodorant stick with you, you know. You can do things that, that, that prevent that. So, you know, if, if you've got, you know, some, some qualms with it, if you have some, like, oh, I don't want to be sweaty at work, well, bring an extra pair of clothes, you know, stop making excuses for yourself. I do it all the time. I'm, I'm a hypocrite if I yell at you for that, but I make excuses for myself all the time. But I don't want you to, you know, if you can find a way to do it, bike to work. Hmm? Maybe, maybe you don't have a place to, to store your bike when you're at work, you know. There's not a nice place to lock it up outside, or you can't pull it into a... Um, parking garage or something, you know. Maybe there's those issues, but you can you could you you could lock it to anything, you know. A little stop sign out there, you know. Just try something out, huh? Get a lock, for a couple dollars, and lock that to some pole. Go, go and bike, you know. And maybe there's a concern of you know you're scared to bike. Maybe you don't know how to bike, you know. Certainly, yeah, there's a fear of biking out on the road because. Um, Man, sorry for this, like, hammering. It's uh, just outside here, the hammering. But in any case, um, yeah, on the road, it's kind of scary sometimes to bike because if there's a bike lane, the cars are a couple feet away, you know, zooming down 45 miles an hour. It is a little concerning. Hmm? Hearing all those statistics of car accidents, you wonder. You, you, you kind of wonder, is one of these going to hit me? <laughs> I don't know. But... Just get comfortable biking, biking your neighborhood for a bit first. You don't have to go all out and, you know, bike, you know, through downtown, bike, you know, 20 miles 
just bike a little while in town, get comfortable with the traffic, get comfortable with yourself on the bike. Work on it, you know? You gotta put effort into these things, you know? You can't just say, oh, that's too hard, I'm never gonna do it. No, you gotta try things out. You're never going to learn things. You're never gonna get comfortable at things until you try them out. Just try it out. Just do it, you know? You'll get better and better at it. Oh, there's the hammering again, sorry. Um, yeah. Back to um, cars, though, right? I suppose we've, we've, we have, you know, walking, biking, we got these options. Uh, if you really cannot do this and you have to, you have to drive, you know, you have to drive. There's this issue of parking, huh? Where to find a parking spot? How to park, huh? If you, you know, you're parking downtown, you got a parallel park. That's, that's a fear for some people. Great concern. It's like, oh, how do I parallel park? Practice it. Literally just practice it. You don't have to go to the busy downtown to practice it. You know, set up a couple cones, set up some things on the ground. Just try it out in your neighborhood. Try it out in a parking lot. You know, learn how to parallel park. If you're scared of doing that, if you're worried about that, then practice. You know? Hmm. When I go to the store and I park, you know, if, if, if you know, if, if it's a place that I'm not going to bike to or walk to, you know, and I'm going to, you know, drive there. And I park. This is a, this is a little Sean Insider scoop. I like to park far away. You know, it's usually the first open spot I find that's far in the corner away from everything. Because there's some benefits, right? There's great benefits in this. I get to walk, you know, get a little exercise in, get a little fresh air between your car and the store, right? Because the car, you're stuck in there with whatever, with whatever air is in there. In the store, you're stuck with that, whatever air is in there, whatever people are in there. But outside, fresh air, beautiful, you know, walk. Park a little far away from the store and walk. That's one benefit is the exercise, the fresh air. But um, also, usually there's a lot of open spots, so it's quick and easy to find a spot. You don't have to, like, drive, loop through the parking lot, you know, three times. Just to find a spot, you know, five feet from the store. You could have parked on the first spot you found and already been inside the store, you know. Park far away, there's lots of open spots. So usually you can find one without anyone next to you. You know, save your car from those the, the, the risk of um, a door hitting you. You know, somebody opening their door and hitting your car. You know, you also, if you are scared of parking... You get to park away from everyone else. People don't get to see you. You don't have to, like, worry through. Like, oh, I've got to fit between these two cars. This is a tight spot. No, you just park in a spot. It's open. It's free right there, huh? So try to inconvenience yourself in that way. You know, maybe maybe park a little farther away. Maybe try parallel parking. You know, try these things out to inconvenience yourself in a little way, you know. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, cars need repairs, huh? They need work done on them. If you've been in an accident or not, they still need some checkups. They still need, you know, repairs here and there. You gotta, you know, you gotta check up on, uh, fuel lines, carburetors, spark plugs, air filters, oil. Try to learn what you can. Hmm? Get a book and learn 
learn how to work on your car. You know, there's books for every single car, every make and model out there. You can get the book about your car. Yes, there's the owner's manual and your glove box, but there's more um, books about your car. You can learn everything about it, how to fix it, how to work on it, what parts are needed for it. Learn a bit about it. Go on YouTube, watch some videos, figure out how to do things, how to change your tire, how to change your oil. Those two things I would say, do not go to a mechanic for changing your tires, changing your oil, changing your filters as well. Those things you can do at home easily. Easily. If you have a low car, it's kind of hard to change your oil. You need to get some some either stands for it or ramps to go up onto, but you can do it. Ramps, you can find them, you know, 20 bucks, one-time investment. And then you just pay for the oil every time you change, right? Oil, you can get it, you know, again, 20 bucks. Rather than wherever you're going to get your oil changed, and it's 50 to 100 bucks, you know? Do it yourself. You feel a sense of accomplishment. You feel a sense of connection with your vehicle, sense of purpose, and you don't have to worry about somebody else messing it up. If you if you learn how to do it, and you're careful with it, you're cautious with it, right? You care about your car. The mechanics don't care about your car. They want your money. They want you in and out so they can get more customers. But you care about your vehicle, so spend good time on it. Change your oil. It's not too hard to learn. Change your tires, you know, if you need to rotate your tires or you need to put winter tires on or studs on, do that yourself. You can jack up your car. You can take the lug nuts off. You can change the tires. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Don't always rely upon these mechanics to do everything for you because they're caring about that one job. They're caring about that little bit of money. They don't care about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Who knows what they did inside of your, uh, inside of your, inside of your car, you know? Mm. So try those things out, you know, learn how to change your oil, learn how to change your tires, learn how to change your filters, air filters, easiest thing to do. Figure out where it is, get the owner's manual out, figure out where these things are inside your engine, watch a YouTube video, you can do it. <laughs> also, I just found this, um, yeah, 1.3 million people die per year um, globally in car accidents. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that statistic that I was trying to say earlier, but I forgot. I didn't remember if it was one and a half million, but it's 1.3 million. Yeah. So, in any case, thank you. Yes. Um, as I close out today, you know, these aren't my full thoughts on the matter, right? And I, I don't even know if I said much of anything to inconvenience yourself or to choose others, but but just recognize, you know, where you are being comfortable in, in your practices of transportation. Where are you comfortable? I, also, I didn't talk about planes or boats, you know, or trains. Go on a train. Hmm? That sounds fun. That sounds, you know, other than, right? Don't just take planes everywhere. You know, try a train out. You know, maybe it's a little longer, but there's such joy in it, right? It doesn't have to be just suffering. You know, you don't have to just inconvenience yourself to like, you know mortify your body you can inconvenience yourself to find a new enjoyment huh? to slow down you know go on a train and look at the views hmm? slow down you know choose these things that are a little uncomfortable that are a little painful maybe that are a little you know time consuming 
It's okay to slow down. It's okay to learn new things. It's okay to try new things out. If you mess up the first time you change your oil, that's okay. You know, if you mess up when you parallel park, that's okay. If you sweat when you bike to work, that's okay. Try these things out, you know. Come up with new things to do to just inconvenience yourself a little bit. The world is so comfortable. Things come out every single day to make your life more comfortable. But we were not made for comfort. We were made for greatness. Huh? That's um, Pope St. John Paul the Great. Oh, beautiful quotes. Huh? You were made for greatness. Choose things to inconvenience yourself, not to comfort yourself. The Lord will comfort you in time. Hmm? But the last, last little anecdote I suppose I'd like to share is on the topic of right-of-way. Uh, when I'm a pedestrian walking down the road and I need to cross the road, um, it's going to take me, you know, 10 seconds to cross the road. Well, it's going to take a car to go through that same spot, you know, less than a second. So for a car to stop for me just to cross the road is quite concerning, right? You know, if you're about to cross the road and there's a car coming and you could literally wait a couple seconds just for that car to cross and then you could go, do that. Don't make a car stop for you, you know, because they got to slow down. They got to wait for you. Then they got to speed back up. You know, you could have just waited, you know. So sometimes I try to make it look as though I'm not trying to cross the road, you know. I act as if I'm going to keep walking, and then I wait for the cars to not be coming anymore, and then I go. Then I go, you know. Um, yeah, right of way for pedestrians. Do we need it? I don't know. We don't need cars, that's for sure. Have we gotten any better in society? Have we really, like, have, have, have our souls been sanctified more by having cars? Has society progressed, really? I mean, yeah, we can go faster, we can travel further, we can trade more, but all these things, all these goods, all this medicine, all this, all this, you know, travel and transportation and high speed, is it really doing anything for us spiritually? I don't know. I don't think so. So choose something harder today. Maybe you want a parallel park. Maybe you want a bike to work. Maybe you want to change your own oil. Choose something harder today. Choose beyond yourself. Inconvenience yourself. <laughs>